This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and welcome to this free-for-all Friday. So the big question since we last talked is... Was there anything in the federal budget for you? Bill Van Gorder of CARP saying, well, he's really disappointed. Nothing for older Canadians who live on fixed incomes and who are suffering from our record-setting inflation. All kinds of other things in the budget. So what do you think? Uh, If you have kids who are maybe trying to get into the housing market, do you like the measures? The finance minister herself was saying there's no magic bullet. They've done a number of things, a tax-free savings for first-time home buyers on top of what you can take out of your RRSP. Uh, it still, I don't think, amounts to what you need these days for a down payment. I mean, imagine being a young person relatively at the beginning of your career trying to buy a home when they cost well over a million bucks on average. Uh, that's just pretty mind-boggling. They also have money to build houses, to speed things up. So what do you think? Is it good? They uh, started to make good on their deal with the NDP to keep them in power. It's estimated that this deal will cost between 15 and $40 billion. Right now, uh, the thing that people were most excited about, as far as I can tell, is the dental care. And for, to start with, it's only for kids under 12. Seniors will be included, but not till next year. So, uh, as usual for older people, hurry up and wait. Uh, earlier this week, the Ford government announced some measures to help Ukrainians who are arriving here. So, are we doing enough? They're offering health care. That's really important. That was a big impediment for people who are coming here. They created a special visa category, which is basically a work visa. The fact is, with most of the people fleeing women and children, they're not necessarily going to be able to go to work right away if they're here with children and no partner who's going to take care of the kids. So that is really important. And there was some fun, uh, money for certain kinds of resettlement opportunities, language skills, all the usual things that newcomers need when they come here. So are we doing enough? And oh my God, every day just brings more devastating news. The Russians are targeting, killing, murdering civilians. The latest, targeting a train station where they were trying to get to safety. And they have this whole 
disinformation. I mean, I don't know how they think anyone is going to believe a word they're saying. Everyone, except the people in Russia, of course, can see those pictures. It is just, it's just appalling, totally appalling. And here's a positive thing. So tell me what you think. We reported this yesterday afternoon. You know, we've always been talking about how a lot of people are delaying retirement. Well, guess who got a new job with a three-year contract? Hazel McCallion just got a three-year contract to sit on the board of the Greater Toronto Airports Authority. So I say, congratulations, Hazel. What do you think of that? You've got to be a big optimist taking a three-year contract at the age of 101. If anyone can handle that, Hazel can. Congrats, Hazel. But tell me what you think. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And let's get to the phones. We'll begin with Jan in Guelph. Hi, Jan. Hello. I'm being philosophical today, Libby. Um, when we first came to Canada, I was in my 20s. I'm 81 now. And I was told if, if uh, they're doing anything good for seniors, support it because you'll be one yourself one day. So here's what I have to say. These people who are setting the budgets should remember that they will be seniors one day. And secondly, they wouldn't be here if it wasn't for their senior grandparents. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's basic biology. We yes, know that. Uh, that's, what I, that's all I have to say today. Okay, Jen. Thanks Bye-bye. for your call. Bye-bye. Okay. Uh, the numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, that was a, a fairly um, diplomatic statement. From Jan in Guelph, I gather she's not too happy with what she saw in the budget, the feeling that really older people have been ignored. So tell me what you think. Also, we had kind of a fun, interesting segment yesterday on backyard hens. What do you think? Would you like to keep some backyard hens, get fresh eggs. It seems like it's a fair amount of work. Uh, Michael Thompson, the deputy mayor, says uh, if we expanded the program to the whole city, it would cost about $300,000. That seems pretty high. And they'd have to hire bylaw officers to make sure that people were following the rules. Fresh, fresh eggs. That's really good, though. So what do you think? Would you do it? Uh, what about if one of your neighbors did it? Would you be okay with that? Let me know. Let us go to Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Hi, Libby. Um, just an aside on on the chickens. I assume we're not going to be allowing any roosters in. Is that right? No, no roosters. It would get people up early. I mean, that's one of the advantages. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm commenting on Doug Ford and... Does he really think we're that slow that we don't figure out that he's giving us our own money back so we're going to vote for him and then he's going to come and take it away again? I mean, it's pretty obvious, is it not? I mean, that's the one point. But the other main point is back to this issue of COVID. We have to be more vigilant and we can't drop the mask mandate 
my point on all of this is I don't think the government has done a very good marketing job. And I appreciate that the uh, the doctors are not marketing experts, but this could have been sold in a much better way. And we clearly need to do this because we're going to have people die and it's costing us all a lot of money. Well, uh, you know, what they're all saying is that it's now personal responsibility. The hospitals are in good shape. So don't worry. And they're not really testing or counting. That's the best way to say we don't have a big problem is uh, if we don't count it. And is that responsible, Libby? I don't think that's responsible. That's just a, that's just a cop out. I mean, because, you know, while they say it's personal responsibility, we all pay for all the costs in the in the hospitals. So, I mean, it's just not acceptable. And I hope that it becomes a major issue in the uh, in the June election. That plus my biggest peeve is uh, what uh, the, the man is doing to the environment and his MZO. You need to get former uh, Mayor Crombie on the show. He will certain. Oh, uh, Mayor Crombie is on uh, fairly regular. Well, I wouldn't say regularly, but we we have Mayor Crombie on. They're replacing the MZOs with something else. Oh, yeah. I'm so. sure it's even more insidious. <laughs> anyway, keep up the good work. I fully enjoy your, your what you do as far as getting the truth out to society. Okay, thanks, Pat. Have a good weekend. Will do. Okay. We've got Rod in Durham. Hello, Rod. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Well, uh, trying to get a bunch of things done before I leave for vacation in France in a couple of weeks. Uh huh. That sounds good. Vacation, did yeah. you say in France? Yes, so in France. I've never been there before. So. You may as well. I, yeah, I just got my fourth shot yesterday. And- preparation for that event. Oh, that's excellent. So you were you were one of the first, you know, one of the things I took issue with actually with with one of our guests who said, "Oh, you know, the fourth shot, it's not going to be a big deal. Uh it, it's people are not going to be scrambling to get it." And then we saw yesterday on the first day of the provincial call center, uh the the, the call center went down and pharmacies that actually had stock and a lot of them don't uh, were full of appointments. So there you go. <laughs> What I wanted to say about the budget, it, this is kind of funny, because the true evil in our lives today is inflation, right? It hurts senior citizens, and it hurts young people, like my kids who are trying to buy houses. And um, we have to look at the source of this inflation. It began with in 2008 when the government decided to dump money into the economy to stimulate the economy during the recession which ironically was caused by a housing crisis in the United States. So their solution to the recession in Canada was to dump money into the economy. And they further dumped money into the economy during the, the shutdown of the pandemic, which has now created a housing crisis for us. Right. <laughs> well, I think there was probably a housing crisis a bit beforehand, but it, the increases are just eye popping. Yeah. You you yeah. say you have kids trying to buy homes. What do you think of the measures they had, which are supposedly making housing more affordable? Well, it'll help. But I mean, you know, you picture yourself being 30 years old, having just got out of university at age 25, 
what are the odds you've got a quarter million dollars for a down payment? <laughs> okay, it's just not going to happen. Yep. Yeah. You know, in, in you need a rich daddy. Are you the bank of dad? Well, uh, I try to help as much as I can, but it's worth noting that the average gift from parents last year to the kids in Canada to buy houses was $83,000. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Point not everybody has an extra 83 k hanging around to give to their kids. No. So the point is, is government spending, right? Any, you know, any time that you dump money into the economy to stimulate the economy in some way, you, you pay a price sometime later. Like, and, and I'm, I'm disappointed in that. I, you know, I don't hear anything in the budget about how to address inflation, getting a deficit under control as a startup. But I think what's going to happen is the Bank of Canada is going to have to start cranking up interest rates to slow down the rate of inflation. Oh, they've already said they're, they're going to do that. And yeah. more than they originally thought. And you know what, in terms of the housing market, when interest rates go up, the housing market will slow down a bit. Yeah, I don't know if prices will go down, but it's going to hurt a lot of people that have mortgages. Well, let's go to renew. That's true. But you know what? When you get a mortgage, you're supposed to take into account the possibility that interest rates go up. I mean, I remember you probably remember when you when when we first bought a house, interest rates were double digits. Yes, I was 10 and a quarter. (laughs) Oh, I was higher than that. (laughs) <laughs> and people I know were even higher. I think that our first mortgage was, uh, it had just gone down to 12.75. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but see, when you're talking buying a house for twenty or thirty or $40,000, it hardly mattered, right? Oh, it was a lot more than that. But it was a couple yeah, hundred thousand dollars. But, but um, yeah, or... Maybe even more than that. Maybe th- yeah. whatever it was, my, it wasn't what it wasn't a million bucks. Yeah, I bought my first house for twenty one thousand dollars. Oh my god! Seventy four, and I sold it six months later for thirty thousand. Uh, that's a good. And that's thought, a good deal. You yeah, made money. Thought, yeah, well, I paid for my ed- university education, but I I used the student loan as a down payment. But see, in those days, you could you, you could buy a car with a credit card. You know. And it's like my grandfather told me, he had a seat on the Toronto Stock Exchange. He says, Canada will be the last country in the world where a mailman can afford a house. Uh, you know? I don't think that's true. I bet a lot of mailmen, <laughs> male people, there are female male people, yeah, I bet yeah. I bet they're doing fine. They've got a good union. Uh, anyway, yeah. Rod, thank you for your yep, call. Nice talking to you. Nice yeah. talking to you. Bye-bye. Bye. And it is time for our first break. Before we go to break, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Those are the numbers to call, and it's Free For All Friday. It's the day we talk about what you want to talk about. And I'd like to hear from people who have kids trying to get in the market, and maybe you're remembering what it was like for you. It it wasn't as easy as some of these younger people make it sound like, but it certainly wasn't having to come up with a quarter of a million bucks. So uh, we'll take that break and we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. 
Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. There's a lot to talk about today because the budget just came down yesterday afternoon. A lot of people who are advocates for older people are disappointed. There is nothing really in there to cushion the blow of our record high inflation. There's a nice tax credit for renovating if you're going to add a suite uh, in intergenerational homes. There's that. It's pretty nice. But, you know, all of the programs seem to be directed to younger people. The centerpiece of the budget is housing measures to make housing more affordable. And the jury is out about how much it may actually work. Even the finance minister understands that, hmm, maybe yes and maybe no. So the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Jim and Lindsay. Hi, Jim. How you doing? Fine. How are you? No, not too bad. A little hard of hearing you because I got bad hearing anyways. Uh, no, what I would like to say about the uh, government's plan with the dental is uh, how many people make $90,000 a year to get a discount on their dental stuff, number one. Number two, if you're a senior citizen, if you take a look at what they give you old age in Canada pension, what it works out to is a 20-hour work week at minimum wage, which, excuse me, <laughs> that's not exactly too much money, $300 a, a week and less, you know. And uh, same thing I phoned just for the fun of it, the uh, public health unit. If you want to get that dental thing, I heard that the other day you were talking about that. You have to make less than $21,000 a year. Yep. Where are you living on less than 21000 I mean, that's pretty pathetic. <laughs> you know, well, it is. That's why, uh, according to the NDP, they raised it. And dental work, if you're not covered, you know, a lot of people are covered for dental at their jobs. But if you're not covered, it's really expensive. I mean, even for nothing major, uh, going to the dentist for a cleaning, the bill's like 200 bucks. Uh, as so as uh, scaling, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, uh, you know, it, <laughs> I just got a suggested treatment plan, I think for a couple of cavities that's in the thousands. I'm not sure why. I'll try to get to the bottom of that, but it's really expensive. And if you're supporting a family uh, on $90,000 a year and you don't have any coverage, that, that can be difficult, but it is a pretty high threshold. But, you know, what? you're also saying, like, who? you know, you have to be basically poverty-stricken to qualify for what's currently available. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, but the sad part about it is, is I'm in my 70s, and a lot of those companies, you didn't make very good money in my day. That's number one. And they didn't have any pension or benefit plans. That's number two. I know all the government have all those things, and uh, those people make good money. But if you get your average working guy, that guy's a welfare case as soon as he retires. And uh, number three, 
if you take a look at uh, the way they figure out old age in Canada pension, that's $20 or 20 hours a week at minimum wage. That's your old age Canada pension that you get. And they'll bump you up to $31,000, but try and get that money out of them. That's a total joke as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Jim, uh, so I'm gathering you're not happy with the budget. Uh, not at all. Or the government, period. Or the <laughs> like, government. Okay, well like then. To the, to the fellow who answered the phone, you know, look after your own backyard before you start looking after everybody else's. Okay. Jim, thank you for your call. Okay, you're welcome. Have a good day. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Let's go to Dennis in Kitchener. Hi, Dennis. Hello, how are you doing, Libby? Fine, how are you? Very good, thank you. I called in today because I listen to your show frequently and the concerns after the budget regarding, you know, uh, more housing, which has been a crisis in Canada for many, many years now. This idea of, of, of allowing a tax credit to build a suite in your home so perhaps your mother or father can live there now because they can't afford to live, you know, where they are. Um, we're always, we're always reactive as a government. We, we never seem to be proactive and, and I can understand that because there just isn't enough money to go around all the time, and, and it'll always be that way, I, I, would, I would guess. Here's an idea. Stop reno evictions, for one thing. Legislate and stop these giant corporations from buying up apartment complexes, which they're doing in my community right now, and I could name names, but I'm not going to. Uh, I live in one of these complexes that was recently purchased. Everyone in these complexes walks around every day concerned about getting rent evicted. We read scathing articles on Google. The government simply has to pass legislation and say, no, you can't do this any longer. We have a 1.2% increase by law, but, we, but that does not stand up against these corporations who move in, buy the property, renovate it, and then give the tenant a rent eviction because they need them out to get the work done. And then that's the end of it. Yeah. And if you uh, want to provide more housing in Ontario immediately, just pass a law that says no more of this. This has to stop. You're creating a new poor. I'm going to become one of those people soon. I'm fine right now. But if my rent doubles, well, that's that. And now I'm, now I'm one of your new poor. Well, it's, it's just that simple. I know they pay a lot of billions of dollars to build new homes. That won't happen rapidly because it takes so long to get uh, building permits and all the rest of the government uh, bureaucracy. But simply pass a law right now that says, no, we won't allow this. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. You know, there are all kinds of sectors that are being bought up by these corporations. Nursing homes, right? Yeah. Nursing homes being bought up and what's going to happen to them. I mean, they're already owned by corporations, but now they're considered a good investment. They're, they're fetching top dollar. And, you know, to a certain extent, we can look at the states where they're waking up to the fact that maybe they need to reform this a little bit, uh, to, I- but so I, you're right. These buildings being being bought up, and then the tenants have nowhere to go. And those are provincial laws, by the way. They are not federal laws. And yes, I mean, on the one hand, you want to make sure that kind of mom and pop landlords, people who own you know one house or one apartment or whatever, that they aren't hurt. But you're right with these big corporations. I hope you get to stay in your home. 
Well, I hope I do too. And I, and I, I put together a letter that says that when, when they tell me I need to leave for them to renovate, my letter says to them that that's fine. I can do that. And then I'm letting you know now that I'll be moving back in. Apparently that's the number one step. Although I've read some terrible articles about people who went to uh, virtual uh, tribunals. So no one ever sees anyone anymore. Everything's gone virtual. And these people just get told, nope, you're evicted. That's it. Goodbye. Have a nice day. That's the end of it. I mean, there's a helplessness. In, in this virtual reality to start with, uh, the communication we have, we don't feel that we're connected when we communicate. And COVID, I know, kind of pushed us into this perhaps sooner than we would have normally gotten here. But I just wanted to call in today and let you be aware that there's people like me out here, many, many of us. The government wants to solve a housing crisis. Why don't they just start by preventing a housing crisis? And that is a lot of senior citizens paying rent in a lot of buildings. These buildings are now speculation by large fund companies who are making fortunes. A lot of these companies are public companies. Their shares trade on the stock market, and they've got billion-dollar market caps. Okay. What kind of a world are we running here? Okay, Dennis, we hear you. Thank you for your call. Yeah. Let's go to Helen in Toronto. Hi, Helen. Hi, Libby. Uh, I'm really concerned about the cost of buying a house. My grandson, who's an accountant, so it's not like he's just a day laborer, uh, was talk- and his wife is from the U.S., was talking about moving to the States. That's going to kill me because he's got two of the cutest little kids. Um, and they, she lets him know how, what her friends are paying for houses in the States. Well, it depends so. where. Probably not in New York City, not in the biggest... No, no, no. <laughs> well, no. I mean, you know what? Smaller if towns. if they wanted to move to an equivalent smaller place here, it would be less, though all the GTA is, has gone up really, really a lot. I know, but, I know. I but, it, my... you know, apples and oranges, right? Right, right. Uh, it's just that when they started talking that way, it's upsetting when you've got two little kids that you can see or you can't see. <laughs> Well, exactly. Not to mention your grandson and his wife. Right, right. Um, as I, it's just one of those things that there doesn't seem to be a winning solution because, yeah, my house is worth money, but I'm still here. <laughs> well, exactly. That's that's and the same. I'm not. My mother was in. You know me. My mother was in senior care. I'm not going there. They were nice people, but it's not for me. I still need my garden. Well, exactly, and it's it's the same thing. You know, you hear about how much. Your home has gone up. Well, uh, we're staying in our home. It's almost right. irrelevant. All zeros don't help me if I'm still sitting here. <laughs> well, it's also if you and if you want to move somewhere, that's really gone up as well. Right. So, so the whole thing is it's a catch twenty two. Um, if you're if you're not able to help them while you're around, yeah, they'll get it when I go, but. Then I won't be seeing the kids anyway. <laughs> well, exactly. Oh. So I just wanted to mention that uh, these are the alternatives that some of the young professionals are looking at. Okay, Helen, thanks uh-huh. for that. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Let me give the numbers out again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And we've been talking a bit about housing and whether these measures unveiled by the government will actually do any good and will help younger people own a home. 416-360-0740. 
You know, and part of it is the attitude. There are places like Montreal where, you know, you're, it's not considered terrible to be a renter. Sometimes that might make sense, but you need good rental stock. And as our previous caller said, you need protection against somebody coming in and saying, oh, we've got to renovate this place and you're evicted. So those are the issues at play. And I would like to hear more from you. The number is 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. Let's hear from Lauren in East York. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Um, I live in a, a Toronto community housing uh, building, mm-hmm. and I w- we were give, each given a copy of a letter addressed to the Minister of Finance from a member of Parliament requesting that the Ford government work with Canada Revenue Agency to stop the clawback of Ontario Trillium benefits from TCHC tenants. And in 2011, it says the City of Toronto accepted 53,000 of TCHC's units from municipal property taxes. As a result, tenants in those units were no longer eligible to receive Ontario Energy and Property Tax Credit under the Trillium Benefit. And that says, regrettably, that was not communicated. Of course it wasn't. Okay. As a result, people continued to file their taxes. And years later, some tenants are asked to pay up to $950 back to CRA. Okay, you know... uh Lauren, I'm, I'm, I, you, you've uh, lost me in the details of this, and I say we will try to look it up. Uh, but I, uh, I hear you, and we will try to look it up. I can't really comment on that much because, frankly, I don't really know what benefits those are. People in community housing—that's subsidized housing—and we know that the government is hoping to make some more of that. Let us go to Brian and Mimico. Hi, Brian. Hi, Libby. You know, I must say I'm very disappointed by what the military is getting out of this budget. Mm-hmm. What's going on in Ukraine, the uh, Russians that are in, up in the Arctic and all that, and claiming the Arctic, and, you know, him first, Trudeau first claiming, well, we, it's 1.6 of our GDP, and it's not even that, it was 1.36, and now he's given us a whole $8 billion for the military? Over five years, I think. Yeah, that's, that is an absolute joke. No wonder we're not trusted around the world. The, the British, the Americans, the Australians, they come up with their own, uh, their own group, AUKUS, because they just didn't want Canada in any. Because quite frankly, I think they look at Canada... Kind of the way they probably look at Russia. Russia, when you get rid of Putin, give us a call. Canada, when you get rid of Trudeau, give us a call. Uh, I, I, I think mean, that might be his, overstating his man, it. His father, I remember at one point, he actually considered disbanding the armed forces, Pierre Trudeau. Uh, I, I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that. Uh, maybe that's something you want to check. But yes, uh, this spending 
I believe, takes us up to 1.5% of GDP in five years. And given all the noise they made about beefing up the military, it is disappointing. A lot of people for sure. Brian, thanks for your call. Thank you. Okay, let's let's move to a happier topic. Carrie in Wasega Beach, you want to talk about Hazel? Yes, I um, just wanted to speak about her new position, and I don't want to put her down in any way, but I'm just thinking, Hazel, at her age, and with all the high-paying positions she's had over the years, she certainly doesn't need that salary. And I was thinking, why doesn't she let a younger person apply for that position and just be behind them as an advisor? Well, you know what? Uh, that kind of thinking. Why, why doesn't a woman just let a man take the job? That was the kind of thinking after the war. Uh, I certainly disagree with that. If you're qualified to do something, then you should be able to do it for as long as you wish. And that's, um, I think that's also, it's, it's kind of ages. Don't you think that it's, Kind of amazing um, that she's qualified. She's qualified to do it. She brings a lot to that particular position. Yes, I know she is a very clever lady. I, it's just like I'm 81 this year, and and I guess my thinking is the young ones are having such a hard time. And when I do anything now, it's not for payment. It's for volunteer work. Well, she does. She does quite a lot of stuff. Not for payment but let me all you t- uh, let me tell you this that a job it's not a full-time job it's a it's being on a board of the Greater Toronto Airports Authority and it's not like some random young person is going to get that job there first of all it's to a certain extent a political appointment and it involves having a certain kind of background and stature so it's if if Hazel vacated it it's not your nephew that's getting that that job. Carrie, yeah. thanks yeah. for your call. I understand. Yes. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And it is time for our second break. Before we go to break, the number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. It's free for all Friday. We can talk about what you want to talk about. Uh, it is the day after the budget was unveiled. So I am anxious to hear your thoughts. What do you think about the fact that older people on fixed income seems to seem to have been ignored? Also, what about those housing measures that are the centerpiece of the budget? Do you think they'll do any good? Most people have younger relatives trying to get into the market. Not an easy proposition these days. Also, we just heard from Brian talking about the military. Boy, in the lead up, they were saying, yes, we're going to beef up military spending. What's going on in Ukraine is terrible. We need to have more for the military. And I think he's right. There wasn't that much in there. So we'll take our break and we'll be right back. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer. A free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. 
Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday, and I am going to go right to the phones, and we have a first-time caller. Hello, Dale, in Brampton. How are you doing, Libby? Fine. How are you? Good. Good afternoon to you. Go ahead. Okay. I got a quick question for you. How often do you check the grocery bill? Uh, oh, I look at it. Okay, the reason why I'm not I'm saying this is because I'm a senior with uh, a fixed income. I was at a grocery store on Tuesday, and I bought something that said for the flyer price. And when I got to the cash register, it came up with a different price um, because I don't check my bill because I bought something that had a 30% discount. And when I checked it, my bill charged me the full price of what that wasn't advertised. Okay, well, then they should have credited you. Did they? Yes. By the time I was finished, I got credited for the full item, no charge. Oh, well, that's good. You came out way ahead. (laughs) Yeah. But now that what I wanted to say is that with this rabbit test that everybody's complaining about in a way that they can't get it in certain stores or anything else. Sorry, when what? I to the, cashier, the cashier automatically asked me, would you like a free rapid test? And I said, yes. Uh-huh. And it's not too often you don't end up getting that because everybody's complaining that you can't find them. Well, I, I think they're easier to find now. At first, they were very hard to find. Yeah. So uh, now, how, are you managing, how are you managing with grocery bills? They're high. They are, but I do a lot of it on savings, looking for sales, and just budgeting what I need. That's a good attitude. I can turn end up. I can make a lot of meals in one day, freeze it, have uh, different meals uh, throughout the week or month. Good idea. Sounds like you're very organized, Dale. Thanks for your call. Let's go to uh, Manuel or Manuel in Brampton. Hello. 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 Yeah, Manuel. 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 Okay. Yeah. Hola, Manuel. Yeah, my name is Emmanuel Franz. Okay, go go and, ahead. And I'm a I'm a senior, and I'm very disappointed with this budget. What he do this for the senior? He didn't do nothing, nothing. You know, I'm very disappointed. I know they're helping for the war and things like that, but, uh, I mean, he shouldn't leave the senior out. The cost of living now and the the price of the gas, everything went up and we stayed the way we are with no race, nothing. Nothing, nothing. And I'm concerned about the seniors too, like one of like me, that they got no computer, they don't know how to read and write, and uh, and they really need real help. And uh, what were they gonna do about this 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 seniors like me? You know, 
Well, in this budget, they haven't done very much. I, nothing. I, I, I didn't see nothing, 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 nothing. You know, and and what about the cost of living? And how how we're gonna keep going with this? The government, what they give us, it's it. it I can even want to mention it's baloney, you know. And uh, you you need some pills to buy. I'm not covered. Some pills and. Uh, and how are you going to manage, you know, with with these uh, things? It's difficult. He, he should. He should. Uh, we we are Canadians, and we build this country, and we work so hard. I'm a, I'm eighty two years old, and and I, I got no help at all from nobody. Manuel, you know? I hear you, and I hope the politicians are listening. Well, I hope so too, man. Because I really like your show, but uh, it took me so long to write your number. You oh. know, because when you put when you do the numbers, you go so fast. Okay, but, I will give them out again right afterwards, a bit slower. No, no, no. I Thank you for your call, Manuel. And just to give it out a little bit slower, four one six three six zero. 0740, toll free 1 866 740 And that one's easy to remember. And let us go to Carol in Toronto. Hello, Carol. Oh, hi. How are you? Fine. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I make this quick. I just uh, wanted people to know that you can walk into shoppers. Uh, which I did this morning, my local uh, shoppers that I deal with, and made a, an appointment for my fourth booster. And when are you getting it? Monday. Monday. Mm -hmm. And are you uh, five months out from your... It isn't five months now. It's three. Well, it, here's what's interesting. So I've heard from people who tried to book through the provincial portal, and they were very adamant that it had to be five months, but if you go through a pharmacy or some other place, three is fine. Well, there you go. Yeah, she did ask me, and yes, we had our third in December, so we qualify, we're eligible, and it's like, well, when do you want to come? So there's no, it's easy, and I know people, from what you said about yesterday, all the, the trouble going online to try to book an appointment. If people want to, you know, are able to go to a shoppers, I suggest that's what they do. Okay. I think, I think the portal is, is up and running now, but yeah, it might be easier to go to a pharmacy. Carol, thanks for your call. You're quite welcome. Have a great weekend. Libby. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Sita has been waiting very patiently to talk about the chickens. Hi, Sita. Hi. Well, thank you. You have more patience for listening to us. <laughs> so what do you want to say about the chickens, Sita? Yes. When I was 12 years old in Guyana, I caught a beautiful blue bird. And my dad said to me, how would you like to be in a cage? So I set the bird free. And in return, he bought me a chicken as my pet. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, um, talking about the homes, um, like when I bought, when we bought our home, we paid less than two hundred thousand. How do I explain to my children now that they have to pay over seven hundred thousand for a house? 
Boy, I think they might be lucky to find one for 700,000. Well, you can, but it's not a house. It will be like a townhouse. That's a house. Well, yeah, but um, and it's not going to be close by. You have to go a little bit further. Yep. And the good thing about it, too, the younger generation can work at home, so it's easier for them to go further out. Yeah, well, we'll see how much of that sticks. The word is that most companies will go to a kind of hybrid where you're not going to be at home all the time, but you're not going to be in the office all the time, depending on what it is that you do. So that would make it easier. But apparently there are some companies that want their people back at work. Yeah. So so to free up homes, why don't they build smaller homes, like small bungalows with a one bedroom for seniors who have difficulty with stairs, but still wants to be, who are still mobile and can do gardening for therapy. In this way, we be um, we will be coping. We be able to. We're not cooped up in an apartment or a condo, and we're still free to move around. In this way, we can keep up with Hazel. Okay, keeping up with <laughs> Hazel. She still cleans her own house. Yes. <laughs> okay. And we can't just give up, right? Right. Thanks, yes. Zita. Have a nice Thank weekend. You, you too. Take okay. Ed in Burlington, you also want to talk about the chickens. Oh, yeah, well, we don't have chickens here, but I, I am just um, concerned about the fact that, um, for example, my neighbor has four dogs. Mm-hmm. And he never cleans up the backyard. Oh. So I called the the, um, the animal aid and to come to see, and they came they came to see it. I sent pictures of the, the piles of dog feces. And they told me that they, we have to wait for three weeks until the snow disappears and the neighbor can clean up. So I call, I call after the three weeks and, um, and they t- told me that now they have to give them a notice and they have to have another three weeks to clean up. So they eventually cleaned up. But I just don't know why they make such a fuss about chicken smell problems when we have dog problems too. Good question. Thank you for that, Ed. Bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, we've got another first-time caller. Linda in Toronto. Welcome, Linda. Oh, thank you very much. I'm a first-time caller, but long-time listener. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks and for what calling. What I'm calling about is something that seems totally frivolous with everything else that's going on in the world. But I just wondered if anybody knows if there's any rhyme or reason to how the rebates are coming out from our license plate stickers. I thought it's alphabetical. And the reason I think that is that my husband, whose last name begins with G, already got his. And I'm not holding a breath, my breath, because my last name begins with Z. So (laughs) that's what I thought, but I could be wrong. I, I haven't spent a any time investigating that, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think that can be correct, because I know people with various uh, last names, and they seem to have got them, like, totally randomly. So I just wondered if there was any common sense to it, but probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we'll see if we can look something up on that for next week. I really think Doug Ford's foolish, though, if he thinks he's going to buy our vote with doing that. No, there are a bunch of other things he threw in there, so yes, we'll see. Yes, I don't think any of them really count. 
All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, Linda. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Where are we going now? Uh, Daryl in Toronto. Hello, Daryl. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Pretty good. I just want to let people know, um, yesterday, uh, I guess between 1 and 2 o'clock, I called the COVID line and uh, ended up with a booking for uh, next Tuesday. And then after that, I went on the line for, uh, or the, on, online with uh, Shoppers Drug Martin around 2.30 in the afternoon. I got a booking at my local Shoppers for 4.15 yesterday. Got my shot. And my friend came over about half an hour, 45 minutes later. We went on and got her booked in for five minutes after my shot. Well, there you go. Okay, and people should know that it's, it's not necessarily five months. As uh, they said on the provincial line, it's uh, 84 days with informed consent, which means they tell you, yeah, something, and you say, okay, I agree. So they don't have to wait for the five-month period. Okay, well, like I said, I know people who, on the first day anyway, could not get appointments earlier than five months on the provincial portal, but going through other methods like a pharmacy, no problem. Well, on the provincial portal, though, I, they, they told me, yes, you can. With You go in and they give you informed. They tell you, you know, stuff and you say an informed consent and you can get it with it, you know, after 84 days. Okay, thanks. And uh, I, just, I just wanted to add, I, I think, you know, Hazel should, you know, move aside and let someone, you know, in their mid-80s have that job <laughs> or something. <laughs> A young person. I told you, I don't believe in stepping aside for young people. <laughs> well, there's got to be someone in their 80s that needs that job. Okay. All right, Thank everyone you. be well. Thank you, Daryl. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Jamie in Toronto. Hello, Jamie. Hi, Libby. I wanted to comment. Um, I was at Mount Sinai last week, and while I was waiting in the waiting room, there was a lovely elderly lady sitting there, and we started chit-chatting. And she really affected me because she had said, you know, I'm so afraid that I'm going to be out on the streets. The rent is going up higher and higher. I don't have enough in my pension. And I just sat there and I said, oh, my gosh, I said, well, can you have, how, do you have family to help you? And she said, no, I don't have family. And I told her, I said, you need to call your local MP. And right now, I don't think that's going to help her. And I just really, really felt for this woman because we're all going to get there. And if the government doesn't step up and start helping the elderly with these problems that they're having, who wants to be in their 70s or 80s thinking that they're going to be on the street because they can't afford housing? It, it was just really, really sad, you know, and um, I wish I could have left that lady my phone number. If you're listening, get in touch with the studio because um, I, I just, I don't know, something has to be done. Uh, I yeah, thank you for that. That's a very nice sentiment. And a lot of people agree with you. And we heard from another gentleman who's worried about being kicked out of his apartment while they renovate uh, being evicted actually, and the rent being doubled. And yes, uh, and who wants to be in that position worrying about that? That's a whole other thing. That's your quality of life, your mental health. Exactly. Jamie, on that note, we wrap things up because we're out of time. Thank you for your call. Thank you, Libby. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
And that's all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. We will be back here on Monday. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.